0: Welcome back to Optimistically Salty. My name is Tracy, and today we're going to talk about minimalism and yoga teacher training. Enjoy. Okay, I'm going to start off today's podcast with a quote that I posted on my Facebook page by Kate Northrop. Obsessing about being and doing more will have the opposite effect we think it will. It takes away from our actions and our presence instead of adding to them. And I primarily wanted to share that quote because for a while, I would say for at least five years, I have been silently obsessed with things like tiny homes and minimalism and the magical art of tidying up. And I think a large part of that for me is that I really just like clean open spaces and or for everything to have a place so that we don't waste time re-cleaning our lives constantly. And that has been very tricky with young children for me. I think there was many moments that I felt like I was coming undone just because of the stuff the stuffness of my house and I'm reaching a point where we're really moving to start downsizing our life and our house and moving things in a different direction, which is super exciting for me, but also scary because when you have a necessary ending and you start to make changes, your brain starts screaming, but, 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 but what about this? But what about that? Don't you love that? (laughs) So there's a little bit of an internal struggle, but I'm pretty committed to making some big changes in my life over the next year. So one of the big things that I am noticing, though, is that while it's really easy for me to go through and declutter my kitchen and be pretty ruthless about parting with things. I'm not very sentimental or overly attached to belongings. There are some things that I just enjoy having around me, so I keep them, but I'm just not an overly sentimental thing person. I used to have a lot of guilt attached to items that I felt like I was obligated to keep things just because of the guilt that it was a gift or something like that, but I'm kind of working on processing that as well, so it's been fairly easy for me to Accept and enjoy the things that come into my life and then let them go when it's time for them to go. So the sticking point, I had a really big realization with this weekend. So I'm doing my 200-hour yoga teacher training right now and specializing in working with children with special needs. With the yoga teacher training, we just had a weekend intensive where we were learning about philosophy and a little bit about Hinduism, and things like chakras, and gunas, and doshas, and as I was learning about all these things, there were several things that really resonated very deeply with me, but one of the biggest ones was the doshas, and the doshas and the gunas are actually quite similar from what I've gathered so far, in that everything in this earth is made up Of some different balance of these different elements and your uniqueness is put together in your doshas let's just stick with doshas for now and not get too crazy (laughs) which by the way if you want to know what your dosha is you can get online and take a quiz and find out what your doshas are it's about your physical traits as well as some of your preferences Like, for example, I generally am a warm person and I prefer a cold climate, but I live in Arizona. (laughs) But there's things like, are you tall and lean? Are you stocky? Are you muscular? Talking about your build and um, your hair, if your hair is thin and frizzy or if it's um, thick and oily. And so you just check off the descriptors and it will tell you what your dosha is. So I found out that my dosha is primarily what's called pitta, and pitta is the fire and water dosha. And for a long time, I have felt this um, like burning energy, and so to have that kind of be my dosha was like, oh, hmm, interesting, tell me more about that. Talk to me more about that subject. I'm You have my attention right now. And I've had a couple of incidences since the weekend of learning about this where I felt agitated or upset. And I kind of thought about what should calm me down, according to being a pitta. And I followed through with that. And it really did help to calm me down a bit. I also noticed, though that one of the big things with pitta is the fire and the intensity. And I was talking to my yoga instructor last night and I asked her, how do you feel about students coming in for a class and then staying for multiple classes? And she said, well, I would say, what is your intention with staying for multiple classes? Is it just to check things off your to-do list? Is it to super intensely go after things instead of slowing down your life and I just stood in front of her making this silly grin because we had discussed Pitta all weekend and she had that like knowing mom smile almost on her face and I said oh wow wow If I'm left to my own devices, I will attend 15 jiu-jitsu classes in a week. And I'm looking to add 12 yoga classes to my schedule this week. That's that fiery intensity of someone who's not settled burning right now. Because there's preparation for competition. There's other things that go on where sometimes you do have to dial up what you're doing. But I look back on the years of the workouts that I've done and the struggles with my eating disorder and I just can kind of see these characteristics as being like the hyper intense focus (laughs) and starting to try to figure out how to be more balanced and neutral in that. So I woke up this morning and I sent my kiddos off to school and I... Decided to do nothing this morning instead. No jujitsu, no yoga. I sat outside and did a meditation. I do love a good guided meditation, by the way. And I started cleaning a bit, but just because I felt like if I could be in some space for myself, I would be happier. Now let me explain what I meant by cleaning. I have been starting to realize that I want to be more intentional about the information that I'm accepting into my life because I've noticed that I can be rolling along in a perfectly good mood, feeling very balanced, pick up my phone, scroll through social media, see something that agitates me and be off either for the rest of the day or snap at somebody and be rude or then feel like I'm being kind of bombarded by information that I wasn't really seeking. So I went through my social media and I unfriended 600 people. I unliked every page on Facebook I went through and unfollowed everyone I could unfollow. I went through my Instagram and just muted a ton of things that I was just feeling like, why is this the only thing I see when I log on to Instagram? And I don't want to take away my support or lose out on my friendships because people do matter to me. But I also realized that This might be the baby steps to me getting off of social media. I'm kind of starting the weaning process of living real life out in the real world. It's bizarre how much my life has changed in the past six years. The... Things that I brought into my life thinking I needed them or wanted them. And now I'm standing back looking at the life that I've built and realizing that I don't want it. And that it's time to make changes to fix that. So I do have my first Reiki session in the works. I've never really done energy work before, uh, though I would say I maybe have inadvertently done it before. (laughs) I tend to draw people in when they need to unload their energy, so I'm a little bit aware of that, but I've never had a Reiki session before, so I'm curious about that, um, working through some of the grief that I carry, and working through some of my blocks. I'm pretty excited, actually, to just start slowly changing some of my habits, really questioning why I'm doing things if I'm just doing them out of a coping mechanism that is an old habit, or if I'm doing something because it's genuinely something I want to do. I think paying more attention to my physical reaction to things is my best key. I noticed a friend of mine and I are getting ready to do what she fondly referred to as a hen's weekend, which totally made my day, by the way. And she started mentioning, like, oh, we could go to the mountains. We could go to Vegas. We could go to the ocean. And I was like, eh, eh. Eh. And I really thought about it because I was like, what is the holdup? Why is my heart not in this? Because I want to spend time with her and I'm excited about this. But why is my heart not in this? And then it was like, oh, we can go down and visit my grandmother and have some Arizona time before she departs. And I realized that that connected to my heart. Like, that was what I wanted to do. And I think in the past, I probably would have just been like, oh, whatever you want to do is fine. And I would have felt some inner turmoil about it for whatever reason. I would feel guilt about not naturally wanting what would please someone else. And starting to pay attention to the physical reaction that I was having was Really cool. On the flip side of that, I've also started to notice a trend in negative reactions. And one of the biggest ones I describe as a toddler rage. It feels like there's a fire in my belly and I want to just throw myself on the floor and stomp my feet and flail my arms and scream and cry rage like I'm not being heard in areas of my life. And I'm trying to kind of pinpoint exactly what that trigger is. I believe it's that I don't feel like I'm being validated. But I'm still working to kind of sort out what that is. It's um, it's a very deep, angry feeling, though. And I feel like it's something that I kind of carry on a low level all the time. And it's just something that can be really like stoked up when certain things are happening in my life or in my day. So I'm not sure if it's requiring boundaries, if it's just requiring healing on my own part... If it's just something that is part of me, that fire and that anger, that I so just take to jujitsu and let it out, <laughs> because I feel like I've been able to control it more in the past year and a half since having jiu-jitsu, I feel like though I still feel it, I don't necessarily give into it. So lots of things kind of just processing through this week and trying to just recognize what is a habit that I want to let go of because it doesn't suit me anymore? And what are things that I want to bring into my life because they actually bring value? I hope that you guys all have an amazing week. And I know I've been back and forth on the intentions. Let's set an intention for this week. <sighs> I would like to set the intention that I will more often check in with myself and how I'm actually feeling about things instead of numbly stumbling through life. And I would also like to set the intention that when I am spending time with people, as that will be coming up in the next few weeks, that I am connected to that time and those memories. Now oh, those were kind of cheesy intentions. I like it. So, have an amazing week. Okay, just a few quick announcements about Optimistically Salty. Nothing big changing or going on here uh, as far as show goes, but as I said, I may be taking a little break from social media. So, at this point you can follow me at Instagram, Trace M Thompson. You can shoot me messages there. I'm not posting as regularly as I was, but I am still there, so feel free to shoot me a message. And also, mostly just a huge thank you to my listeners. I am consistently overwhelmed by the numbers of people who have tuned in to listen to Optimistically Salty, and I hope that with each episode, you are leaving with some new nugget of knowledge that helps you to live your best life. As always, stay optimistically salty. Bye.